What is up, Sports Channel fam? Welcome back to episode 23 of the Sports Channel podcast. In this episode, I talk with 6'10 center Enoch Boache from George Harris Prep School in Canada. I talk with Enoch about his recruitment process, what it's like being ranked the number one player in Canada, and he even talks about his experience playing for Team Canada. This is an episode brought to you by Hoopscene, and you definitely want to subscribe and download the Sportionary Podcast because you do not want to miss more great episodes from us. Enjoy. Hey, Enoch, welcome to the show. Uh, hi, nice to meet you. Thank you for um, bringing me onto the show. No problem, and thank you. Let's let's jump right into it. Players in the class of 2022 were recently allowed to get calls from college coaches. Did you get a call? Uh, yes, I got I got I got, I got quite quite a few. I wouldn't say quite a few, but some. Yeah, I got some uh-huh. calls from coaches. So what what coaches called you? Um, the schools that hit me up were I was uh, Michigan State. Uh-huh. Uh. Michigan State was one of the only ones, and I've spoke over the phone to Gonzaga and South Carolina. South and, Carolina, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Wake, yeah, Wake Forest. That's so cool, getting calls from Michigan State and South Carolina. Did you actually get to talk to coaches like Tom Izzo? Um, yes, I spoke to the whole staff. We had a huge um, Zoom call. What was it like meeting a coach like Tom Izzo? Because he will obviously go down as one of the greatest coaches of all time and really be in history for Michigan State and for the NCAA basketball. Um, it's a so real experience. Such a legendary coach. Um, I feel some when I first spoke to him, I felt very honored. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, I couldn't really believe it. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, why me out of a whole bunch of basketball players and recruits and. So it was very, like, so real experience. Yeah. I have lots of respect for him. Did you always see yourself getting calls from college coaches or just going to the collegiate level in general? Um, No, not really. Not not really. Uh, I always knew I, I had height most of, over most of my peers. But mm-hmm. uh, um, no, I really didn't. Never came to me thinking that this would kind of yeah. happen. So was it always basketball or did you play another sport that you – maybe saw yourself going far in oh uh, yeah it was always basketball i obviously as a young kid you just you kind of do whatever your friends are doing uh-huh. but i really started playing basketball around like grade six being introduced to basketball at grade six how were you introduced to it uh just like uh recess going out with my friends at recess uh-huh. and this out we just playing i just goof around fool around and just play basketball have fun so now you go to school in Canada. Did did you grow up in Canada? Yes, I was born and raised. Being born and raised in Canada, is there a difference between Canadian basketball versus the United States basketball? Um, I would say that uh, basketball in Canada is kind of at a slower pace. We mm-hmm. don't play as fast as Americans. Yeah, I would say that. I know. I guess I would say American basketball is a little bit more aggressive than it is um, mm-hmm. down here. You started playing basketball in grade six. When did you first realize you could be something special with the game of basketball? Um, I would say after uh, grade eight, my eighth grade, I was sent to America uh, for prep school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helping my coach, Coach George. And um, yeah, grade nine, I went to North Carolina. And then I would say 
uh, grade 10, I went to uh, South um, Southwest Christian, and that's when I really mm-hmm. knew like I had some sort of potential. And you play center now. Did did you always play center? Because you do have a pretty impressive skill set of ball handling as well as taking the ball up the court on a fast break. Um, I I always played center, center power forward. I was uh-huh. taller than everybody, so I was always pushed to that position. But I always wanted to expand my game and just always wanted to, you know, come on the perimeter. So I would uh, really force myself to learn ball handling dribbling. Playing center, do you try to resemble your game after any other sem- center in the NBA or somewhere elsewhere? Um, yeah, there are. Uh, there's a few uh, players I want to model my game after, like mm-hmm. uh, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, and like Hakeem Olajuwon. Those are the guys I really studied. Out of those players, and you have to pick one. Who who would be your favorite player? <laughs> um, it have to be LeBron James. LeBron. Having LeBron as your favorite player is a great person to look up to, as as you can tell. But besides players, do you have a favorite team in the NBA or somewhere elsewhere? Um, I wasn't always a LeBron fan. Uh huh. Um, I kind of I was really like really like Paul George, I like the way he plays, so calm and collective. And yeah, yeah. So I'm more of a players type type guy. I don't really follow teams. I just follow players. Uh huh. <laughs> and maybe other than the team side and the player side of things, what? What about your family? How, what kind of role have they had in your life? Um, really just uh, taking care of me, making sure I always get to the right places, uh, making sure I'm always fed. Like just mm-hmm. any, just all the all my physical needs. My parents have really been there for me. Your family has played a big role in your life, but what about the basketball side of things? How have they supported your athletic goals? Um, with my athletic goals, uh, they. They're not too. They're not uh, big on basketball. They don't know too much about it. <laughs> but uh, whatever I felt like I wanted to do in uh-huh. terms of basketball, like let's say go to a team or do something, they're always like supportive in it. So. So do you have any siblings? Uh, yes, I have an older brother. <laughs> older brother, are you are you competitive with them? Yes, very competitive. <laughs> he's, he's kind of the reason why I, I have uh-huh. that uh, on the court or that competitive that work work ethic. So with your work ethic and with your brother pushing you, do you, what have you guys been doing your whole life? How how much older is he than you? Uh, we're eight years apart. Yeah, eight, eight years. Eight years apart. Did does he have an yeah. athletic background, or do your parents have an athletic background? Um, he played basketball. I like shared in college down here uh-huh. in Canada. So he's been playing. He's been hooping and playing ball. So that's the only kind of uh, athletic background we really have in the family. Me and him. So what what do you think really pushes you to be the best player on the court and the best person off the court? Um, I would say uh, uh, hum- humility. I don't like to be like I don't like to be last, or I don't like to be uh-huh. uh, know that I don't like the fact of failing. So that always pushes me. I don't like to fail. Well, as you knowing see- that I could do better. So. Uh huh. As you can tell, you're definitely not failing. You're going into your junior year at George Harris Prep in Canada. Do you have any records or achievements there? Um, uh, not that I really know of, but um, but uh, I think I probably was the first to uh, record a thirty-plus point game. Oh wow! And have a five five dunks or more in one game. (laughs) 
Dang. What about what about your team? Have you guys what what achievements have you got as a team? Um, as a team, we because we are, we we kind of just kind of just started, so we haven't really done uh-huh. too too. But we're still on a building progress. But this season coming up, we're definitely gonna do big things. So you say you're doing, you're gonna do big things, but what what are your goals in the next couple of years at George Harris? Um, our goals are to uh, to get to the grind finals, grind session finals. That's really our goal, and try to uh, almost go undefeated. So, is there any coach there that has really helped you grow as a player? Uh, yes, my uh, coach. His name's Coach George. He's really took me under his wing and really helped me understand, study the game. How has your coach taught you, and what has he taught you? Um, he's uh, taught me how to play the game the right way. Obviously, um, by uh, showing me that how LeBron plays, he wants me to copy that type of game style and be a leader. So he's really helped me um, take uh, take that leadership role at George Harris Prep. Besides coaches, some might consider there's a dynamic duo on the team. Do you have a favorite player you like to play with, or some might consider the dynamic duo of the team? Um, no, not really. All like I really love playing with all all my all my teammates, all my guys, all of them. Like we 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 know we understand uh-huh. each other. Building that team chemistry together is what's really key. So I don't really have really anybody on the team who I would say I have my my favorite to play with, but I love playing with all of them. Uh-huh. And besides George Harris, you you played for Team Canada in the 2019 FIBA U16 Americas Championship in Brazil. What what was it like representing Canada, and what was your experience like there? Um, it was it was an amazing experience just knowing that you get to I got to represent Canada. Uh, someone told us that uh, repping. Um, there's only two ways you can represent Canada, which is either doing mm-hmm. it through war, and obviously war, you also have a high chance of dying, and then you get to do it through sports. So it's really such an honor that we're on the other side, not on the war side. So it's just it's an honor. So it's, it's a blessing, something that I, I hold high. And um, that experience was it's a really good experience. It just uh, opened my eyes up with uh, just how pro the pro life is yeah. and uh, overseas ball. And um, the first thing that was ever introduced to me that I haven't really seen throughout basketball was uh, a kind of like a scouting report on players, uh-huh. which shows um yeah like a on the the players that you're going to play against. So that was very new to me, something that um, opened up my eyes. So playing on that team, Canada, you that scouting report and maybe rankings, you you have to be a good player to be on that team. But you, you were ranked number three center and number twenty one overall player in twenty twenty four seven sports. What do you think about your ranking? Um, obviously, I'm not happy with it. <laughs> not too much. Obviously, oh, yeah. I would want to be number one, you know, get, get to the top. But um, I don't let rankings really bother me too much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just I always work hard. Hard work is all I know. You said you should be on top. What What makes you different from all the players that are ranked ahead of you? Um, I would say the way I approach the game. Uh, yeah. The way you approach the game is a good way to have in. You are, you play center and you also have some guard mentality in you, as we talked about earlier. What do you think is the best part of your game? I would probably say, uh, probably my court vision as a center. Uh-huh. My uh, ability to see the court and pass, pass the ball. 
I definitely saw your impressive skill set of your court vision just by watching your highlights. And you play for George Harris Prep and Team Canada. Do you plan to play on any travel team whenever we get hoops back again? Yes, I'll be playing with uh, uh, Canada Elite. Canada Elite? In, that's in Canada. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's cool. And Under Armour Circuit. Under Armour Circuit? Are, are you playing for Under Armour? Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, yeah, that's, that's very cool. Sportionary will be right back after this quick message. It is bounce back season at Hoopscene and the 2020 schedule is here. Go to hoopscene.com slash events for our phase one schedule release. Space is limited and these events will fill up fast. Connections matter more than ever in 2020 and our Hoopscene platform is second to none. Be sure to follow Hoopscene on Twitter for real-time updates. Now back to the episode. Getting on to college, you were ranked on a very high national scale. What schools have offered you a scholarship so far? Um, Michigan State, uh, UCLA, Arizona, Oklahoma State, Texas oh. A&M, Western Kentucky, Denver University, University of Houston, oh. um, Brigham Young University, Wake Forest, uh-huh. and uh, uh, yeah, Texas, Texas Tech. <laughs> That's imp- that's impressive, bro. <laughs> yes, long, long list. I mean, yeah, I yeah, yeah. And do you have any colleges that are interested in you that haven't offered yet? Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, South Carolina has been um interested in me, but they haven't really offered. South Carolina, that's a great school, and getting interest in offers from these colleges it might be pretty stressful during this pandemic situation, but how have you handled recruiting during this pandemic situation? Um, I feel like uh, recruit recruitment uh, mm-hmm. has been uh, a little bit easier. Yeah. I feel like recruit, recruitment during the season is a little bit hard because you have to do a uh, basketball school. So it's just that now that I have downtime to only work on basketball, it's just like the recruitment's easy just to hear all the coaches and see and see what all the schools have to offer. So have you been doing the Zoom style of recruiting? And if so, what do you think of it? Um, obviously, I would like to see the schools and coaches in person. Uh-huh. But uh, to, uh, the pandemic that has been um, going on around the world, I think it's it's the most effective and um, most effective way to talk. So ha- have you taken a Zoom style visit? Because I know that's a thing right now. Um. I haven't took a Zoom style visit, but I have done a virtual visit kind of on Wake Forest. Wake Forest, what what is that like? Do they do they take you around the school, or do they just tell you about it? Um, they tell you about it, and then um, the website that they uh, tell you to go to just uh, allows you to actually just tour yourself and mm-hmm. see what you want. I think the Zoom style visits are very interesting and. Prior to this pandemic, did you take any official or unofficial visits anywhere? Uh, I took an unofficial visit to uh, uh, Kentucky, University of um, Kentucky. Uh, that was nice. It was, um, I went with my basketball team after um, a grind session game. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to watch them play against Ole Miss, and then they got to show us the locker room. and um, wow. their, uh, Yeah. And then I went to uh, took a visit to Mich- unofficial visit to Michigan State, and I took an unofficial visit to Houston University. What really stood out to you in those visits? Getting visiting Kentucky and Michigan State. Um, 
just uh kind of like the campus and um mm-hmm. how their uh their fan bases the type of fan base the schools have I know you're only going into your junior year and you might not be thinking of this as much but do you have any idea what classes you plan to take in college um I have no idea at the moment <laughs> yeah and I wouldn't have any idea either if I was going into my junior year and is it hard trying to balance basketball as well as academics at the same time during your season? Um, well, at my school, we have very understanding teachers who understand um, what, what we have to do in day in and out. So they're very, they're very easy on us and they give us a lot of leeway to also uh, do what we have to do out on, on the court and also what we have to do in the classroom. So. So what, are you, so what are you most excited for in college? Because I know academics and basketball is a big part of your college decision. Um, the player development that the schools have to offer. Mm-hmm. And Allowing to the next level, like having the weight room, mm-hmm. just um, more gym time. I know you're just going into your junior season, and I wouldn't expect this at all. Do you have a set commitment date yet? Uh, no, not at all. Not at all, and let's talk about the money side of things. Many players have seemed to take the G League route or the overseas route instead of college basketball. Would you ever consider this deci- decision? Uh, I could see it is maybe could be a possibility. Another big decision that high school players have to make is reclassifying, and many players have seen to do that. Do you plan on reclassifying to your senior year at all? Who knows? Who knows? Anything could happen. Anything. Mm-hmm. But everything is still in the air. I don't, I'm not um, closing any options or any routes that I could possibly take. Everything is still open for me. As of 2021, players can profit off their name in college sports. And players like Julian Newman and Jalen Green seeking to the G League and overseas. What What do you think about this new addition in NCAA? Um, yeah, I thought it, I thought it could be uh, really cool and beneficial to people who probably need the money and um, also players that um, have a very high likelihood. Mm-hmm. So it only makes sense for them to profit off of their names and not just the school profiting off of them. And what if it was you? What, what, what would you do to maybe profit off your name? Um, I don't know at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. And. During this time, we like we talked about, the recruitment process is kind of weird right now. How have you been keeping yourself in the best physical shape during this time? I run a lot, run around my block a lot, uh, skip mm-hmm. rope. Um, me and my uh, coach, Coach George, managed to uh, get a basketball net, so uh, we work on stuff, skill work. So do you have a gym? Have you been working out at the gym, lifting weights? Uh, no, not at all. Gyms have been unavailable. Gyms unavailable. And besides the physical aspect of things, how have you been having fun during this time? Do you play any video games at all? Uh, yeah, I do. I've been playing some video games with some of my friends and uh, just trying to meet up with them, yeah. talk to and uh, reconnect with as much friends as I can as possible. So, so what video games have you been playing? <laughs> um. I'm a big fan of the game called Apex Legends, so Apex, I've been yeah. that a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. That's fun. And having fun playing video games and on the basketball court as well. What is the funniest thing that has happened to you on the court? 
Uh, probably, I think maybe I went for a fast break and my shoe ended up falling off. <laughs> yeah, but I ended up making making finishing it, but it just, it was so what a coincidence, my shoe came off. Yeah, at least you made it though. And during this time, there was no competition. How how have you been keeping a competitive edge during this time? Um, well, I do a lot of film study. I try to do as much film study as I can on uh-huh. um, players who I know I can uh, resemble or, fall, or just fall into my game. So just uh, doing a lot of film study and seeing what they're doing. And just that just gives me the excitement to just to see myself doing it on the court in the near future. So that's what kind of gives me the competitive edge. And if you could play with or against anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Um, either Michael Jordan or Hakeem Olajuwon. That's a good list. And for my last question, where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years? Um, I see myself playing pro. Going pro would be a dream come true. And Enoch, thank you again for coming on the show. And I wish you the best luck throughout your basketball career. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Appreciate you coming up to hit me up. It means a lot. Another big thanks to Enoch for coming on the show, Hoopscene for sponsoring this episode, and of course, Sportionary Fam for listening in. Don't forget to subscribe and download the Sportionary Podcast, and I, Ron Sabala, will be signing out. See you on Friday.